Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. We believe that this message will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. So wherever you are, open your heart to encounter him and go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Merlo, and I'm so glad that you're with us today. We pray that what you hear today will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. As you listen to the simple gospel preached in a little bit of my personal testimony and why my life's been made different by Jesus. I first want to start this episode off with an announcement and a big thank you for being with us for these first 30 episodes. I can't believe it. We are at week 30 of the Life's Been Different podcast. Wow. I'm happy to announce that this is the final episode in season one. That's right. We are closing out our first season of the Life's Been Different podcast. This is the grand finale. But what does season one mean? Only that there's going to be a season two. That's right. We're going straight in to another season of the Life's Been Different podcast with your host, me, Merlot. Season one has been all about the promised land, based off my first single, Promised Land, which you can find on all streaming platforms. That's right, wherever music is sold. Just search Promised Land by me, Merlot. That's M-E-R-L-O. Promised Land, my single, is also the theme song for this podcast. So you heard a little bit in the intro, and you'll hear more in the outro. It's all about how we can go from Egypt, which is a type of the world, or you could say it this way, your life before Christ, and into your promised land, which is a type of salvation, or we could say it this way, your life once you're born again. Season one has been such a blessing to me as I've not only studied to preach, but I've learned things about myself, which is going to lead us into the theme of season two, which is coming soon. And no better topic for today than to close out season one with the promised land itself. Years this theme has been driving my life. Three years it took us to put out the song. Not that it took us three years to make it, but it took three years of battles and wars in my promised land in order to establish my territory in Christ. But as we learned from Joshua, crossing over the Jordan and entering into the land of promise came with many wars they had to face. In other words, It doesn't get easy when you receive Christ, but it is simple if you follow the Holy Spirit and remain obedient. Many will tell you that life in Christ seems to come with many battles, 
The first line in the song is this. Yo, I just got to the promised land. Now, although this line is filled with the emotion of completion and the thought of, I made it, it's actually a glorified fulfillment of a giant first step. Oftentimes, we reach our place of promise and it comes with many struggles and new challenges. You know, the promised land isn't a silly metaphor. It's a real geographical and physical location called the land of Canaan, which is modern day Israel. This land was first promised by God in the covenant with Abraham and is where Moses was taking the children of Israel after freeing them from 400 years of slavery under Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Joshua, Moses' assistant in the sixth book of the Bible, titled Joshua, is who finally made it in with the Israelites after wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. But the land was not empty. Joshua and the Israelites had to fight for it. And my friends, when you enter into the promised land, you're going to have to fight for things. For Joshua and the children of Israel, entire nations were ahead of them. They had to face many battles to take their land and wipe out whole people groups. As you've heard, in September of 2016, I encountered the Lord Jesus Christ. I had been saying life's been different and began branding it in 2012. I have numerous songs where I say life's been different in it. It's actually the first line in my first rap project, but it wasn't until 2018 that the true meaning of life's been different came to life in me through a conversation with my pastor and music manager, Joel Ervolino, who is now the president of Life's Been Different. He told me, I'll never forget, we were driving in Costa Mesa, California, and he looked at me and said, I bet you don't even know what Life's Been Different means. And of course, in my arrogance, I was like, of course I do. I've been saying Life's Been Different for like 10 years. He's like, okay, then what does it mean? And I got quiet and he looked at me and said, life's been different means repentance because your life can only become different when you repent and come to Christ. It erupted inside of me. And I realized that's what happened when I met Jesus in 2016. Everything changed and the statement became more than just a catchy line in one of my many songs. It quickly turned from life's been different now because I'm getting famous to I met the Lord Jesus Christ and my life's been different ever since. If you've ever listened to the life's been different message, which is episode one of this podcast, if you haven't heard it, I want to encourage you to go back to episode one and listen to the message titled, 
life's been different. It's my testimony. And it's the staple message for the life's been different ministry. It's the story of how I left everything behind to follow Jesus. How the culture of the music industry had consumed me. And because I didn't know who I was, I let the image of who I thought I wanted to be and the image of the celebrities around me become all I wanted to pursue. This episode, episode 30, the one you're listening to now, is the story after. I really hope you tune in to the process. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit tugs at you to make the right changes in your life in order to go all in with Jesus and defeat the enemies inhabiting your promised land. In 2016, I lost it all. The girl I had been with for years, the one I wanted to marry, broke up with me. My rap group was consuming me. I had deep demonic anger problems. I was broke, broken, and in love and in lust with fame. I found myself in a cold, dark jail cell in Texas. What in the world was I doing there? I went from playing shows every week, massive shows in front of thousands of people, rocking stages with my rap group, to absolutely empty and alone. I was becoming who I had dreamed of since I was a boy. The massive shows, making songs with famous people and all my famous rappers, wasn't working out for me. I was wrong, and admitting it and repentance was freeing. I had experienced the love of Christ and became free indeed. You've heard the story. On September 3rd, 2016, after my church conference, I heard the Lord Jesus tell me, Marco, stop what you're doing and watch what I'll do. And that was it. I decided that night in my mind to follow Jesus for the rest of my life. I confessed sin, repented, and changed my lifestyle and became a follower of Jesus. I was born again. The months following were a blur to me. But I remember going through massive withdrawals for my addiction to weed and alcohol, the deep loneliness and sadness from my girl breaking up with me, and the depression and doubt that followed leaving my rap group and deleting all my music and social media. I was empty. I had no friends. I changed my phone number and disappeared from the world that I knew. To the world and the music industry, it seemed like Merlo had quit. And in a way, I did. I remember cleaning out my mom's garage. I'm sure she was fired up on that. Because I was still living with her at the time. And because I was doing music for so long, I didn't have a real job. And now that I had no friends, what was I going to do? For months, I did nothing but read my Bible for like 10 plus hours a day. You can ask my mom. I spent all my time at that little black desk in the corner of my mom's garage. I'll never forget it became my secret place. Gratefully, my friend 
and engineer and co-producer of these first two singles, the one who helped me create Promised Land, Joshua Pumphrey, gave me a chance. He saw past my darkened eyes, my braided hair, and my weed-smelling clothes, and let me serve on the sound tech team at the church. So on Sundays, I served, and on Wednesdays, I played drums in the worship team, which he also led and let me in. And all the other days, I just read my Bible nonstop. The Word of God and the opportunity to serve under Josh was the beginning of me entering my promised land. Now, I want you to stay with me here because I'm telling you a condensed version of how I got to where I am today. In January of 2017, my church held a new round of OSL classes, Operation Solid Lives, the free online discipleship course that we talk about at the outro of every podcast. This was the tool that made my life, my lifestyle, my patterns of discipleship. This course is what made my life become different. My Monday through Sunday. Trust me. Take it. It's free. Just go to lifespindifferent.com under the followership tab. And in just four weeks, your life will start to look different. Now, I had taken the first two levels from September 2016 through January of 2017. But for level three, I was eager to become completely different. So I decided to fast for 45 days and take the class at the same time. I literally didn't eat. I consumed the word of God in reading, listening to messages, and memorizing scriptures. No media, no TV, no music, no nothing, but the word of God for six weeks, no food, just Jesus. I literally almost died physically, but something else died in that process. Me, the inner me. I unlearned and unbecame who I thought I was and started becoming who God created me to be. It was during that class that I finally died to sin and became alive in Christ. It was during that time that the Lord God, the master puppeteer, was orchestrating my future and placing strategic people in my life that would soon help me birth this life's been different ministry. Shortly after that, I went to Israel for two weeks and Nicaragua for one on a mission trip. That's where I met Colleen Casey, the co-founder of Life's Been Different and one of the biggest blessings to my life. It was after those trips and my eager faithfulness to serving at my church that Pastor Joel's sister, one of my leaders in the young adults group, noticed me and told her sister-in-law, Pastor Joel's wife, Pastor Anna, that there was a young adult who was ready to be promoted. Shortly after that is when my phone rang in the 99-cent store parking lot in Brea, California, my hometown. It was that call that changed my life forever. That day, God had my phone number. I'll never forget it. Hello, Marco. This is Pastor Anna Ervolino. 
Do you know who I am? Yes, ma'am, I do. My husband Joel and I have been asked to become the lead pastors of the Rock South County and to go down there to open a campus in South Orange County. You've been recommended, and we have prayerfully considered asking you to become our executive assistant. In the months following, I would start working in sales with Pastor Joel. A few months after launching that campus, we all moved to South Orange County. For the first time in my life, I had a real job. I was in full-time ministry as an executive pastoral assistant. And the fruit of leaving everything behind to follow Jesus was starting to prove that that was the greatest decision that I had ever made. It took years to get there. And that whole time, I was birthing this ministry, preparing the promised land song, and becoming the man that I was created to be. God was humbling me, but I was following the leading of the Holy Spirit. I had become a new creation. I was no longer a broke rapper who needed to sustain his own image while living with his mommy. I was now a young man of God who finally had his own place on the beach of sunny San Clemente. In other words, I had crossed the Jordan and finally made it in to my promised land. But Jericho was right at my doorstep. This is what Joel calls when reality meets responsibility. This was my first step in the promised land. My reality had met my new responsibilities. The Lord tells Joshua when he enters the land to be strong and very courageous. You would think he would say, congrats, go live and eat well. But we find out that's only part of the path at hand. Have you ever felt like you worked so hard to get somewhere? Maybe a job or a promotion or a place in a relationship or the next step in your dream that you thought it was time to relax but you got hit with trial after trial? I would like to encourage you by saying you're in the right place. The promised land is a place that was already given. Therefore, it's not a new territory that you have to enter into but it's a gift already given that you have to enter back into. Let's just say it this way. It's a welcome homeland. The hard thing is we have to actually believe. We have to really believe what the Bible says about us entering into the life that we desire. We have to check our hearts. It took the children of Israel 40 years to get to a place that should have physically taken them 11 days. The reason it took them so long was because they didn't believe God's word and promises. The Bible tells us that it was because of their unbelief. Is something taking you longer than you expected? Could it be the condition of your heart? Your faith level? Listen, those years of submitting to leadership was not easy for me. But I knew that I was in God's will. I had so much pride as a rapper. I remember going to the young adults group those first few weeks thinking, a couple weeks ago, I was playing shows in front of 10,000 people, and now I'm at this young adults thing, and nobody knows who I am. I had so much pride, but I knew that I was in God's will, and I was living by faith, and I knew that although I was entering my land, I had challenges I had to face. Remember Joshua, 
It took him 40 years to make it into the land. And when he got there, he still had years ahead of him of war and battle in order to take control of the entire territory. When I got to my promised land, I was still getting hit with trials after trials. But I want to share this encouraging thought with you. You might already be in your place of promise and not even know it. Or you might be at the border of the land that's already yours for you to take. If you haven't acknowledged it, it's because it's still hard. But the Bible says to acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways. Acknowledge where you are. You could very well be in the land. You're just in war, so you don't think you're there yet. Be fully convinced that God keeps all of his promises. Believe him and in him. He keeps his promises, even if it seems like it's taking generations. I seriously love you guys. It's hard to expose my story and process, but I pray, Colleen and I pray, that you lock into your new life through hearing about mine. I started this podcast to share the gospel and why my life's been different because of it. The truth is, all throughout the Bible, as soon as the children of Israel got to the promised land, they never actually controlled it. As the story goes, the wars continued. There were good kings and bad kings. They got exiled into Babylon and controlled by Rome. So you're telling me that when I get to my promised land, it's still going to be hard my whole life? (laughs) Absolutely. In the natural. But we don't do things in the natural. We do things in the spirit. I recently caught a revelation. Just the other day after thinking about promised land for three years. And it's this. It's not about you entering the promised land that's the answer. It's someone else entering into your promised land that's the answer. After the children of Israel entered into the promised land through Joshua, who came next? What Jewish person came into the physical land of Israel from the outside? That's right. Jesus actually entered into the physical promised land. Jesus was in Israel, right? Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the only way that you will get the victory in your land. It's because it's not the land on earth that's the goal. It's the land after you leave earth, that is. It's not the promised land. It's heaven. And Jesus is the only way there. If you haven't received the Lord Jesus, please pray the prayer with me at the outro. Nothing else matters except that Jesus lives in your heart. If you don't receive Jesus, then your success will only make you think that you're in your promised land when you're not. In other words, you can be poor and have Jesus and be in the promised land or you could be rich and live in a mansion and not be. In the Bible, the land was a geographical location. In the world, the land is physical or we can say it this way. It's often associated with material things. A metaphor. A lot of times, 
being in the promised land is like being in a new season of life. But in reality, the promised land is Christ. The only way to truly enter the land is to be in Christ. Because the promised land is a type of salvation. From going from Egypt, your life before Christ, being in bondage to sin, to entering into Christ and having him enter into you. In other words, don't think that the promised land is becoming successful as a Christian. It's not a location. It's not material. It's not a physical item or a season of life. The promised land is a born-again spirit. That's the gospel. That's the life's been different revelation. That's the reason why I know the day that I met Jesus. I know the day that I truly repented, my friends. The day I met Jesus. Because my life's been different ever since. And like for me that day, today is your day. The day of salvation. You're one decision away. Or maybe you're finally ready to make your all-in commitment. And when you do, if you indeed continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you just heard, the gospel of our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel that I, Merlo, became a servant to, that you go into all the world and share why your life's been different. I pray that you share this episode. I pray that you share this podcast with someone. Subscribe to it. And now that we're in our promised land, let's get ready to experience love and freedom in season two of the Life's Been Different podcast. Stick with us, and we'll see you in season two. So, in the love of Christ, grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Decide, and let's begin to live life differently by becoming followers of Jesus. I love you. Thank you for listening to the Life's Been Different podcast. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing and resources, music by Merlot, or OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.